Tell your friends. The Mark and Max Show is back and better than ever. Are you ready? LifeRadio.fm, The Mark and Max Show, and uh, recovery is underway, Mark. <laughs> is Gotta it be now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday morning, just FYI, kind of a blur. Not really sure. Did we do it? We did a show, right? Yeah, yeah. you got okay. in late the night before. Yeah, so yeah. I understand. <laughs> making sure, you know, it's like <laughs> we, <laughs> Ooh, buddy. we did the show, and, and oddly, I was thinking later in the day. We usually joke around about Thursday being pretty much the end of our week. it was just the beginning of our week and now we're at the end of our week (laughs) and you know again i always hate those people that complain they come back from a vacation going i need a vacation no you don't get to say that man (laughs) yeah all right that's why when we plan we always plan a day at least a day afterwards yeah to recover you know because you got you got all this yeah i would have yeah if, Except that if, I yes. didn't, I didn't know until twelve hours before. So I know. there you go. You know, <laughs> such is life. Anyhow, yes. Um, let's see. We're gonna have it's. I think, and I'm I'm not mistaken, but I do think the devil is dancing on swimming pools today. Oh no, uh, the heat, the oh, heat yeah. wave is here again. Yep, it's one of those days. The forecast high is ninety eight. The, the heat index one hundred seven. Wow, it's gonna be a scorcher. So there is, I mean, really and truly, when I look at my little grandson, Braylon, and say, hey, buddy, going outside today might make you sick. I'm not <laughs> lying, right? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> there we go. So yeah. it's indoor day. <laughs> you know, I told you I had uh, I was supposed to have lunch with my mom yesterday. She texted me and canceled on lunch, but I still had to run by her house to take care of some paperwork with her. And she she explained why she just she just didn't feel right because she had been out in the sun in the heat the day before working in the yard and stayed out too long oh yeah and she was she was she was still drained and not quite right Mm -hmm. yesterday didn't feel like getting out and going anywhere i will tell you i promise you i am going to do yard work today because i have to because i was gone but the yard it's going to consist of walking from my house to the mailbox (laughs) and back that's your yard work i am going to look at the yard and think about work there you go liferadio.fm the mark and max show just cruising along singing a song hi ho hi ho it's off to work we go wow that when was two songs smashed together when you have a when you have a job like ours man uh-huh. i feel so dishonest dishonest acting like it's work i'm sorry i just i don't feel that bad that i would stop and actually have a real job but right. you know you know made a joke about that those things on social media that come through every now and then it's a, uh, uh, describe how old you are by a movie you've seen or something like that. I saw one earlier today that says poorly explain what you do for a living. <laughs> and I thought I sit in a room many times alone and talk. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Sounds like you're on the fifth floor at most hospitals, you know? <laughs> liferadio.fm it's the mark and mag show where you know mark when you look at life having a uh, really having a soundtrack mm-hmm. you know yeah that on any given day our life can have different meaning and i will tell you something funny that has happened in my life that i've got to share with you okay years ago there was a movie called bring it on it was about cheerleaders right yeah and it spawned i think 558 sequels 
And what they would do is the movie companies would say, hey, here's a young actress. She might be a big star someday. Let's put her in. Oh, bring it on. (laughs) And so it was bring it on. Then it was bring it on in it to win it or whatever. I mean, there's been a long series of these. Okay. Okay. It was even made fun of in not another teen movie when the girl goes, bring it. It's already been barotten, you know, and so <laughs> I kind of dig those uh, teen, ch- you know, th- th- those movies just crack me up, <laughs> but I had never seen the movie Pitch Perfect. You seen it? No, I know okay, what you're talking about, but I've been three seen of them. It. Yeah. Yeah. First one came out in 2012 and then there's been two sequels. So they've had a trio of movies here. Never saw any of them. Uh, finally, finally did watch the first Pitch Perfect. Okay. And. Dude, I like the film. Really? I don't want to. I don't say it like you know. I'm. <laughs> I'm not. Are you surprised you I'm, like it? Is that it? Well, it was. Yeah, because I thought I had to have a training bra when I bought it. You <laughs> know, when I watched it, and so <laughs> I didn't though, and I was excited about that. You know that I actually didn't feel like I lost my manhood watching this movie. <laughs> okay. But, but the thing is, it's okay. Being somebody who has a theater background, okay, yes, yes. it fascinates me how movies are made and how few actors actually can act. Okay, mm. you cut and look, do eight seconds of a of a scene, and that then you piece it all together later on, and you've right. got a movie. Yeah. Well, in Pitch Perfect and and its sequels, the actors all sang live on set. Wow. And that's what made me watch it actually, because I thought I, that's not easy, you know. And they're yeah, doing dance routines uh, yeah. and everything else, and it's a cappella. There's nothing to cover this up. And so that's what got me to watch it. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. They did a really good job, Mm. but it really is. Let's take the movie, bring it on. And, you know, 10 years or 12 years later, redo it. But this time we put them in college freshmen. And instead of it being cheerleading stuff with, you know, cheer, uh, they, they made up words that had to do with cheerleading. You know, (laughs) um, they did it with acapella singing in college and it I mean, just just here's the script for you know, bring it on, and wow. we're gonna do it with this. But instead, we're gonna put it in, and we're not gonna create new songs. We're not gonna write new songs. Okay. We're just gonna use old songs that we can get the rights to, yeah. and everybody's gonna sing this. And yeah. really, you know, very cool though. In that, I watched it, I enjoyed it, and I thought, you know what, I I'm going to admit that I've watched it now, yeah. and I know that the one person in my world that will get this and not mock me is Mark Congleton <laughs> because he and Jane have Disney plus and they have no children, <laughs> no grandkids. There's no kids at their house. They, they will get this. You know? Guilty as charged, sir. Life radio.fm. The Mark and Mac show. Feeling a little weird that I admitted I watched pitch perfect and liked it, but you know, <laughs> Well, it's on my list now. I, I jotted it down over here. So, I'm gonna... did you really? Yeah, well, yeah. okay. Let me yeah. then. Let me ask you this because I know you've got Disney stuff, and yeah. you and I'm not totally mocking you, but I did for a long time, and I still <laughs> kind of feel weird when I'm watching a cartoon without Braylon, or when I'm trying to get. Hey, Braylon, Incredibles Two is really a good movie. A lot of action. Come on, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I saw a thing earlier today, and it popped up. Scarlett Johansson is now suing Disney. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. She's not happy because her contract with them specified that she was going to be in a theatrical release. And of they, Black Widow. The Black, Black Widow. Black Widow, yes. And, um, and they, they did release it theatrically, but they also released it to Disney+. Plus. Right. That $39 or $29 yeah. thing, you know. Where you have, that's and so they released it 
on a streaming service as well right. as in theaters, and that breached her contract, and she's suing. But here's yeah. here's what I was cracking up about, Mark. Because yeah. I thought, okay, the argument is that uh, the lion's share of her uh, money was back in, meaning it was based on the box office performance of the film. Exactly. Uh, by Disney releasing it on Disney Plus and theaters on the same day at the same time, mm-hmm. it cut into the theatrical that she claimed she was going to get. Exactly. But yeah. she did get paid fifteen million up front. So what she's complaining about, she's claiming that she lost more than $50 million, yes. okay? Yeah. Which I don't know what the contract said, but I do know this. She was paid $15 million for the one of the first Avenger, the last Avenger film, okay? Her last Avenger film. Infinity War and Endgame. She got yeah, $15 yeah. Million in each of those. Yeah. So now she gets $15 million for Black Widow yeah. when we all know she's already dead, right. you know, yeah. unless they've gone back in time. And I haven't watched this, so don't tell me. But no. the bottom line <laughs> is you made $15 million, and now you're going to sue because $15 million isn't enough. Right. Now, how many yachts do you have to ski behind, Mark? <laughs> That's what I want to know before you finally say enough's enough. <laughs> this is just at, at what point? And I, I don't begrudge anybody for making money, and I got gotcha. you. Mm. But, okay, there are a couple things that come into play here. Uh, the, because of COVID, you cannot assume that, that her Black Widow movie is going to have a huge theatrical uh, box office because mm. of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. The movies aren't doing what they did before. Yeah. And she did get $15 million. They did release it on Disney. Now, if they, if Disney, in fact, didn't you know, crash the contract by doing that, get it pay her off make it go away yeah yeah. you know but you know they didn't just do that willy-nilly no you know no and you now, also granted. you also know that disney made a lot of money on that 29.95 per showing oh yeah a lot assuming people signed up just to watch you know for the first time because of black widow mm. uh the thing is when well once we got disney plus because of braylon and then I found out that, wait a minute, there's all this other cool stuff. Look at all Not, this stuff in hey, here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yes, I'm watching Disney, but it's because if Braylon comes in the room, I want there to be something on TV that he can watch. that's not objectionable. And I don't see any, why can't I watch in, you know, Avengers? Why, what's right. wrong? You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, is I, I found myself going, really, you're going to sue because they only gave you 15 million for this movie. Mm. That was my first thought. And I thought, wait a minute. I'm becoming a socialist. I'm a Democrat. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. You know, Mark, uh, going over the Scarlett Johansson thing a minute ago with you yeah. off the air, you yeah. know, when, and uh, I'm amazed at how I got hooked into those movies because I'm not a comic book guy at all. Me either. Uh, were you, okay, you were not into comics before they no. kind of came on. Okay. No, uh, what I, you, which had, was the movie that got you? I had never heard of any of this. I think it was Captain America. Okay. Because, because well, it's a familiar character, even though I didn't follow him in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Okay. Well, see, the, Captain America got me because, you know, I'm kind of a history guy, and it was set in World War II. Right. And I I liked that. I got into it for that reason. And then I was like, Iron, but Iron Man, the other one, because of John Favreau being mm. a Favreau fan, even though yeah. he was a speechwriter for Obama, I like Favreau and I yeah. like his work and what he and his work ethic because yeah. you know, he's one of these liberals. Uh, he's a liberal Democrat that doesn't realize that his life does not reflect that. His life actually <laughs> he's very reflects conservative. that. He, yeah. Yes, he's a conservative Republican. <laughs> a lot of them really are. Yeah, yeah. and it, so it's like if you actually judge somebody by their life work and what they've done. Yeah. here's his life work. He is a conservative Republican, but. Yeah. He wrote speeches for Obama because he's a liberal Democrat, because right. that's what everybody told him he needs to be. Anyway, right. 
Favreau directed the first Iron Man. Mm. I didn't know that. I watched all of the first movie, Mark, and didn't know there was an Iron Man comic book. No. <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea. How and about that? It was only in, after the first one and when the second was coming out and different comic book people were talking about them. And that's when I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Th- this yeah. is a comic book. Yeah, you start seeing people arguing about. Well, they just ignored this, and they didn't. Right. You, you used to, yeah, all all of the real nerds in the comic book. Yes, world. yes. <laughs> and I felt like I was being left out of nerd town, yeah. and that I needed to do something about it. You know? No, I'm not picking up the comic books. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you know, the other one that got me on that was there was an episode of Big Bang Theory mm. when uh, the guys were talking about something, and it had to do with you know uh, being a rich guy on the outskirts of town. You know? Oh, actually, it was Bad the man. Girls talking about it, and and I, oh. one of them goes, "Oh, I saw that movie. That was Iron Man." She goes, "No, it wasn't. It was Batman." And I went, oh, "They're identical characters." <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like Star Trek, Star Wars. They're the same. <laughs> yeah. Life Radio FM. Ye old Mark and Mac joke got it in. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. ye old. I, you know, whenever I say that, I picture it. I picture how it would look. Ye old Mark and Mac show. You know, look. the fonts and everything. Yeah, the font. That's what I was running over. Oh gosh! Vacation recovery. This is where yesterday was just. I'm awake. I think, and I'm getting through this all day, powering through. You know, making up for the lost time. Yesterday was and all then, coffee. Yep. Crashed last night. I do not actually remember going to bed. Oh, I know man. that I was in bed because I woke up there today yes but uh i'm telling you man it's like i mean i i don't know what i did and so i'm I, i'm look and i haven't had an alcoholic drink in 31 years but i'm feeling it man i'm thinking real close here you know all right so mark the headline screams geekin google pushed a one character typo to production yep yep they did and it is a geeky story a geeky yeah google says it's fixed now a major chrome operating system bug it locked users out of their devices maybe you have a chromebook you know you've seen these things well a a lot of people will buy chromebooks for their kids for school because Mm -hmm. they're relatively inexpensive and they'll do pretty much everything you need for the kids to do and they're just a very inexpensive alternative you know, an inexpensive laptop. Well, Google's bulletin says that Chrome, the Chrome operating system version 91.0 point blah, 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 whatever, says it, it was briefly available, uh, <laughs> renders users unable to log into their vice devices, which basically makes them doorstops, you know? Wow. <laughs> so they've, they've issued an update, but Google, this ginormous company, issues <laughs> issues an update and the next time you turn your computer on, it won't work. It just won't work. Huh. <laughs> now, they say this new build, that's a, this new version that they've rolled out to fix the issue, will take a few days to hit everybody. And users affected by the bad update can either wait for the device to update again, or they can do what's called power washing, which they have to wipe everything that's local on their laptop. They just wipe, basically reset it to out-of-the-box factory right. setting, right? And... uh and that's their only choices. They're either, oh, well, you can you can wait around for our fix, or you can just wipe it clean and start over again. Those are your. So fixes. they sent out a fix that crashed it worse. Yes. No, wow. they, no, they didn't send out a fix that crashed it worse. The the options were to wait for their fix to come out or to 
wipe your system oh. clean yourself. One of the two. Okay. That's not wow. much of an option when you think no. about it. So now you've got this device that you've paid a few hundred dollars for sitting there. Just is is pretty much it's just keeping the dust off your desk in this one spot. Is all wow. it's doing. Out of boy, Google. Was this one of those automatic update things? Yeah. You know, that, okay, that you would not have to choose. It's just going to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. <laughs> those are just so wonderful. Yeah. Especially like in the Windows world, when you're, you get that, that update from Microsoft and you, you, and you foolishly see, you see the little thing. There's an update ready. Want to install it? Oh, sure. Click. Nope. That won't no, take long. No. No. <laughs> exactly right. There goes the rest of your day. Yep man that's it every time i see that thing i'm clicking no i'm clicking no so hard my thumb hurts you know? i do the no, same no, thing no. no you can do that tonight while i'm asleep and that's also dangerous because you get up in the morning yes, to don't. use your computer and it's bing, it's, it's stuck yep. somewhere that's when you realize all those people all those years ago that said back up your computer every day yes you back yeah that's why mm-hmm liferadio.fm mark and mac show and you know mark a couple of minutes ago we we're talking about the the google update thing yeah, and yeah. it kind of blew through me i i had to go back and i'm looking at the story again like what did i miss out i missed something here when you were telling it okay no my brain's unhooked i don't know my name oh. when i was trying to go back i'm like what what where are we but here's what's funny okay while i'm re-looking over this now you read off and this is an actual story online uh-huh. okay yes yes and you read off uh, the Chrome OS version 91.0. You, you just went blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's okay. right, yeah. But it actually has the whole thing. It's it got does. like like you're gonna like it's gonna mean something. Uh-huh. <laughs> version 91.0.4472.165. The new version 91.0.4472.167. Yes. I'm really that yes. you, that had to be in the article because mm. it means what? Well, I'm I'm laughing over this because they'll go to all the trouble to put that in there. But I was actually watching a documentary on Netflix or, you know, HBO or something. And they actually, instead of saying the 91 foot long, whatever, mm. said the 91 feet long. Yes. And it it's not 91 feet long. It's 91. You know, the 90. Yes. You're, if you're talking about something, it, it was using an improper, you know. Right. Word, and I'm. I'm freaking out. And I actually, you know what? It was one of these uh, abandoned building shows that uh, LaDonna was watching. Yeah, yeah. And it was about this prison in Cuba that looked really cool. (laughs) And I couldn't get past that. It ruined the show for me. And I'm like, how did that get by everybody that did the show? I mean, and I realized, Mark, there's stuff like that every day. There is. Every day you see stuff on the networks, on in print, and you're like, Okay, is somebody not using Grammarly? Mm. I mean, how difficult is this? Because, you know, I will tell you, try working with Nancy Grace. She was an English major, okay? No. I'm not kidding. So you've seen her on TV yes. and in the courtroom. Imagine that coming at you over over English, all right? The, because, comma, the comma doesn't go there. No. Dude, it doesn't like, matter. They don't see the comma. She's, she talks about stuff that I'm looking at. I don't even know. I No, I... I I do not know how to conjugate that verb. I apologize, but I I missed that day. I I'm actually a, a media person. I'm in radio and TV, and she but she was actually an English major before right. her fiance was murdered, and then she became a, then she went into legal stuff. Right. She was never thinking about the law. You know, she was all about English and Shakespeare, and 
you know, that's what she, the Canterbury tales, you know, yes. <laughs> she would get along with Amy Farrah Fowler. You know, they could have a good conversation. That's, that's who she, and imagine typing up stuff for her to read. Cause Mark, one of the things that I did for uh, almost two years, I wrote her daily, um, the, the daily, uh, Nancy Grace crime alert. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It runs on 538 stations. And that my job was to write these up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a fast talker. Yeah. I know this. She is not. Nancy is a slow talker. So when I write something that's going to be 30 seconds long, uh-huh. and then you have a 30-second commercial, mm-hmm. it's a 60-second bit. Yes. With her, the 30-second bit is 90 seconds. So I still have to write the same amount of stuff with fewer words. Now, this is where an English major would come in handy. That's not me. I barely speak American, you know? It's I use slang terms. I don't worry about stuff. It just there you go. I have yeah. a face for radio. That's been our life. Talking like normal people do. Yes. Not correctly exactly. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work when you're every day. I'm not kidding, Mark. I felt like I was turning in a term paper. It was like it would come back with, if there was red ink, you know, not acceptable. Do it again. You know, what are you? <laughs> LifeRadio.fm. It is the Mark and Mac show. And Mark, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, yeah. watching the movie Demolition Man. Yeah. And if that movie, it, it, by the way, it's, you know, Sylvester Stallone, Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes, good guy, yeah. bad guy. And Sandra Bullock in one of her first movies, right? I think mm-hmm. it was right before Speed. I think it was. And, and yeah, anyway, it's yeah. a, I like it. Good yeah. movie, future, but it wasn't set far enough in the future. No, none of them. It was are. like, yeah. no. But if you're gonna do a futuristic movie, set it far enough in advance that whatever yeah. you know you're claiming is something we could kind of okay, I could go along with that. Or set and that's it long, what it. Set it far in the past, far, far away. Yes, but the, what they did was, I think these movies languished for so long, you know, in, yeah. in trying to get made, that when yeah. it started off in 1980, setting something in 1997 did seem like a long way away. Right. But when the movie finally got in production in 93, coming out in 94, 97 is 36 months away, you know? Yeah. You're not even buying off a car by then. So That's true, yeah. Anyway, but... Um, it, I thought there were things in that movie that were were funny because they were singing along to commercials. They were uh, the whole radio. The music was, you know, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. They would sing the jingles, you know, <laughs> jolly green giant, you know, and it was just funny. And in one of those things, I remember thinking, I wonder if they have a wiener mobile in the future. You know, mm, yeah. the, us, the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile. When I was a kid, it was a whistle that you could dream one day would be a car that you could drive. Right. The weenie whistle. Yeah. Yes. Well, the we, the wiener mobile has just turned 85. It's been around oh, for 85 years. Um, wow. Okay. It, that I didn't think of, Mark. Yep, I it, didn't. Did you? No, I never thought about it being that old. Never. I had. thought it was something like from like our childhood, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. No, I didn't know it was that old. Um, it's a it's a hot commodity and a classic car, and if you want to buy it, it isn't that easy. But there's some good news. The Wienermobile is actually a fleet of vehicles owned by Oscar Meyer and used for promotions around the United States. Back in 1873, Oscar F. Meyer moved from Bavaria and began his love for hot dogs in a Chicago butcher shop and opened his own shop in 1883. 
the first American Oscar, dream. Yep. The Oscar, the first Oscar Meyer Wienermobile was created by Oscar Meyer's nephew, Carl G. Meyer in 1936, a 1952 wow. version retired to the Henry Ford museum in Dearborn, Michigan to make room for, uh, uh, new versions and then by the time 69 rolled around the wienermobile got a total redesign and it had ford thunderbird taillights on a chevy motorhome frame unfortunately wow. the wienermobile is a priceless artifact and isn't really for sale but two wienermobiles did go up for sale last year so mm-hmm. there is a chance you could find one according okay. to motor but they're not Trend, the original ones these are like knockoffs well it's no, kind of like no, well, they're real yeah they're the real two of them went up for sale in 2020 and they're probably older ones, you know, early ones in the fleet, and they just retired them, and and they ended up someplace, and some, and and now they're out there on the market. So there are a couple of them if you're if you're savvy. How much? Uh, I'm not sure. The they say the original price, without doing all the upgrade to it, was in the seventy nine hundred dollar ballpark just for the mm-hmm. the frame, the, the you know minivan stuff, you know, or a, a real yeah two passenger van big thing. Mm-hmm. That's without all the upgrades. Uh, you've got an AC, microwaves, refrigerators, hot dogs, stuff like that. It's yeah. going to be a sixty thousand dollar investment if you, at That's least, it. dude. Yeah, can you imagine going to a meeting? You know, you're you're trying to get a job. You know, marketing job with Oscar Mayer. Yeah, and you go in there, you say, okay, do I call you Mr. Weiner or do you call Oscar? What I mean, I don't know what to call you. Not really sure. Don't want to be just you know. <laughs> always dreamed of driving the wienermobile <laughs> that just doesn't sound like something you can get away with these days mark no no life radio.fm it's the market mac show and uh, great to have you with us we know you've got choices of how you're going to spend your day and i uh, just want to tell you thank you for allowing us to be a part of it uh, mark we talking about the wienermobile a minute ago I'm thinking if I was to buy another Bradley GT, could I put the wiener on there or would I get sued? You know, I always thought the wienermobile, they look cool to me. When I was a little kid, I thought, man, driving the wienermobile. Well, if you're, if you're craving some attention, the wienermobile is the way to go. But that's the thing, you know, you get to that point where I'd like to have it. It would be cool to drive, but I don't want people looking at me while I drive, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Because you do hit, you know, when you're a little kid and you think about all the well, not a little one, you know, when you're a teen and you're looking at what kind of car you want do, yeah. for guys in particular, and I'm not being sexist because I know some girls are really into cars. Mm, yeah. But you know, when we were boys growing up, that was the thing of what kind of car to get and what are we going to do to make it look cool? <laughs> um, and usually it ended up with the episode of the Brady bunch where Greg bought his first car yeah. and we all learned from Mike Brady, what caveat emptor means. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine the reaction you're going to get. You're a high school guy. Yeah. You pull up at school in the Wienermobile. Yeah. (laughs) Not going to be a good day. No, it's not. (laughs) But you will be in the yearbook. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. I was thinking... Earlier this week on the, at the beach, uh, Mark, what would my, um, what would some theme songs for my day be? You know, oh, oh no, because I'm trying to create this. Yeah, my, <laughs> and I thought how different things really are when you're on vacation. And, uh-huh. You know, because <laughs> every every movie has a score to it. You know, you always right. have that the silent stuff. I mean, the quiet instrumental stuff going mm-hmm. through it. And you know, when you think about, 
our day and the music that we play, it really can. You, you will, you'll be filled with joy. You will think, um, you, you might have to take a minute for, you know, quiet, positive reflection. You might have to, you know, seek forgiveness and repent. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things going on with the music we play on this station. True. One of the things I was thinking though, we don't really have an appropriate song for a Dippin' Dots date <laughs> because that was what Hannah and Braylon wanted to do. Yeah. Braylon likes Dippin' Dots. Hannah loves Dippin' Dots. Yeah. And so that was their whole thing. They're going to have their, you know, their date while we're at the beach and they were going to go on a Dippin' Dots date. That's fun. Yeah. But you know what? No matter how much you like Dippin' Dots when you're six years old and your choice is the beach or Dippin' Dots, the beach is going to win. <laughs> and it did. Hannah was so disappointed. She was like, she thought that would be the one thing to get him out of the ocean. Come on, baby. Let's, we'll have our Dippin' Dots date. And knowing how long you can make that last, she was like, you know, nope. He's like, no, you get Papa to go. You know, I was like, mm, he was not leaving. I'm not kidding. That's funny. That's it was. Good. He, he, every negotiation tool you tried to use with him wasn't happening. You but know, they're the hey, ice cream of the future. Yes. And how long have they been the ice cream of the future? Why am I still getting half gallons of Mayfields and Barbers? You know, because exactly. the, this is the ice cream of the future. Oh, gosh. Well, but. There's a story. They've got a big factory, right? Isn't that their factory is in Kentucky? I yeah. saw this on Undercover Boss. That's the only reason I know. Oh, that. okay. All right. Well, they do have a factory in Kentucky, and 10 people have been injured at that Kentucky Dippin' Dots factory in an explosion. It took place, uh, it's about a week ago, at a Dippin' Dots owned facility on Industrial Drive in Paducah, Kentucky. The site is not where the ice cream is made, but it's where the ingredients for a third-party company are produced. That's what they tell us. But uh, Paducah police say the truck, a truck was unloading nitrogen, liquid nitrogen, when an eruption took place. It's it's unclear exactly what caused the explosion. Ten people were taken to two local hospitals. Dippin' Dots is headquartered in Paducah, and they say this is a terrible accident at this moment. Our focus is on the well-being of our fellow employees who were injured. Well, so, duh. Yeah. What else are they going to say? Yeah. Now, we're really excited about this explosion. We're thinking that it might have created a new ice cream of the future. <laughs> it's the uh, body parts mixed in with your Dippin' Dots. Here you go. You know the Dippin' Dots that are nice, round, cold pieces of ice cream. Now it's mixed in with your favorite, you know. Come on. Mommy, well, my ice cream looks like a know. finger. Yes, well, it is, son. And yes, that fingernail's a little long. Should have been clipped. There you go. radio.fm it is the mark and max show with a quick reminder that you can download the all the apps okay every app that you need for life radio is now available because there aren't like there have to be so many i mean you got your droid and you got your app there you go done well there's under droid you know there's also the amazon yeah. the alexa app too so and of course if you use chrome you might want to wait a couple of days because <laughs> it'll automatically update and there you go and then it won't work right it Actually, you know, the soundtrack for your life is playing, but it's hey, we're not responsible for Chromebook malfunctions. There you go. <laughs> but part of that could be because uh, we both if you ever seen the or watched or no, wait a minute, read the book <laughs> Flowers for Algernon. OK, yes. Back in the day before, you know, I, I don't know if there's been a movie or a TV show. I just know that there was a book. 
yeah. flowers for Algernon. Yeah. It was required eighth grade reading mark. Right. And I know that because I remember having that book and thinking flowers for Algernon. Hmm. Let me see. I'll read the back cover. Okay. I can do the report, right. you know, and yeah. that was it. Never read the book. I was out of college, out of college, yeah. done. And I buy the book flowers for Algernon mm. and I read it and I'm like, oh, now I know why they wanted us to read this in eighth grade. Oh my goodness. That actually started me on a year long binge of reading all the required reading I should have had. Uh-huh. And I thought, man, I missed out so much, you know, yeah. for real, I missed out because it didn't, whoever was teaching those classes did not captivate me the way they should have. It's wow. their fault that I didn't do the homework. It's my teacher's fault that I didn't do the job. <laughs> there you go. But if I, yeah. Algernon could still beat me in the maze because ever well, since then right. I've been drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> well, there have been uh, movies, Flowers for Algernon. There, there were, okay. uh, there was uh, one in 2000. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, based on was, the book yes uh okay. let's see, let's see. there was a uh, there was a tv movie in t in 2014 there was a mini series in 2015 the original okay. one um uh hang on here uh, well my whole matthew, thing was matthew that, modine kelly williams richard yeah well so it had a, at least i was just one thinking name in it. that back if i had done this in eighth grade i could have beat that mouse you know <laughs> in the maze but since then so much coffee my brain has shrunk and it's like in reverse you start off you know and you in, it's like you go through this great thing of learning of being smart and then slowly after drinking <laughs> coffee for years you yeah. slowly end up being just like you were i just blamed it on old age that's what yeah, i blamed well, it on but apparently according to a study Drinking too much coffee can shrink your brain and increase your risk of dementia or stroke. Um, researchers from the Australian Center for Precision Health at the University of South Australia say high coffee consumption is associated with smaller total brain volumes and an increased risk of dementia. Well, just how much coffee is too much? According to the study, those who drank more than six cups of coffee a day had a 53% increased risk of dementia. Coffee is among the most popular drinks in the world, they say, yet with global consumption being more than 9 billion kilograms a year, it's critical that we understand any potential health implications. This is according to lead researcher Kitty Pham. She goes on to say this is the most extensive investigation into the connections between coffee, brain volume measurements, and risks of dementia, and the risks of stroke. It's also the largest study to consider volumetric brain imaging data and a wide range of confounding <laughs> factors. Yeah, hmm. uh, That doesn't mean coffee is actually bad for you. It just means coffee lovers have got to find a balance between what you drink and what's good for your health. So every day, yeah. every day, there's something telling me that whatever I'm doing mm -hmm. is making me stupid. You know, like I needed help with that. Teddy Roosevelt was president of the United States of America, and he drank a gallon of coffee a day. All wow. right. Of course, when they were getting ready to bury him, you know, the guy was, you know. <laughs> liferadio.fm the soundtrack for your life where we have worked hard on putting together a program filled with education hopeful advice helpful hints at how to keep your home in fine-tuned shape because you, you know <laughs> just watching diy videos on youtube you know it's like the radio much, version of home ec <laughs> it's a, basically listen to this show and you will survive everything or not either way you know what 
from the moment we're born, we're on our way to death. So there you go. That's Ouch. pretty much life. And yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, it's just, it is. are you on the back nine? Are you in the clubhouse? Where are you in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, you know? <laughs> and with all that in mind, there are seven signs <laughs> you might have been brainwashed by the media. Mark Congleton, drum roll, give us the seven. <laughs> Number one, you often begin conversations with, you know, the experts are saying... If you find yourself citing the experts all the time, you might be relying too much on biased news sources. Number two, you don't know what to think about an issue until you check what Jimmy Kimmel has to say about it. Wow. (laughs) Needing late night comedians to help you form an opinion. That's a bad sign. Number three, you're starting to think The Last Jedi isn't that bad of a movie. It's a, it's a sure sign you may be listening to the journalist a little too much. I'm going to assume that it was not a good movie, correct? <laughs> well, the real nerds didn't like it. Right? Oh, well, they don't They don't like any of them. No, they don't. <laughs> they pick them apart. I'm like, really? That's right. <laughs> okay, I get it that, you know, for whatever reason, the you know, you watch the very first Star Wars movie and you pick it apart because it's your life. That was the first one. Right, How do you yeah. pick it apart? It got you hooked on something for the rest of your life. It's all these people that go to the church of George Lucas and they can't stand anything that's been changed. Oh that's goodness. what it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Number four, you swoon every time you see a picture of Biden eating ice cream. You might be, oh. a, you might be beyond help at this point. Wow. Number five, you always check under your bed for Russian spies. <laughs> Been doing that since fourth grade, you know, duck and cover. I think everybody at CNN does that every night. If you do this every night, you should be worried. Number six, you've been hiding your in your basement eating emergency rations since the spring of 2020. Well, been doing that actually since the since spring 2000. of 2000. That's right. Yeah, I should be done sometime next year. And finally, number seven, you're worried about every little thing that happens because you forgot that whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. There you go. That's it. Man, bless all of our hearts, yep. Mark. We have hit that in. We've hit the point where you throw your hands up in the air and say, I'm done. liferadio.fm the mark and max show mark a little while ago we were well not a little while it was i think (laughs) hours ago (laughs) i don't you know well there comes a time you know where you and i might have had a conversation three years ago that to me seemed like it just happened so you know the brain be gone man Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) but i understand we remember we were talking about scarlett johansson and uh the movie black widow yeah okay now She is suing Disney, Mm -hmm. claiming that because they released the movie Black Widow on Disney Plus, the same time they released it in theaters, that it cost her money, $50 million, because a lot of her her compensation was tied to how it performed in theaters. Right. Now, they gave her $15 million for the movie. Right. Paid her. Okay. And you have to remember a couple things here. First of all, if you're not a comic book person, (laughs) and I'm not... Mm. I just know that she died in the last one I saw. So we're obviously, I already know what her end game is. So, okay. Now it's just entertainment. But bottom line, her people are saying that they, that Disney cost them a bundle of money. And you know what, Mark, I I get it again. I'm not trying to be that, you know, I, what a person makes is between them and how good they negotiate. Right. All right. So if, if what they're saying is true, then yeah, Disney breached, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. they released it on their website yeah but here's your thing disney is now in a public relations spin okay 
And I wondered when I was, I wanted to read their statement to see if they said it for the children, you know, if they, they had to cut, you know, the world peace thing, you know, of COVID uh-huh, yeah. and pandemic. It's like, well, wait a minute. None of that matters. If the contract said we're going to pay you X number of percentage, well, X percentage based on the theatrical release. Right. All right. So if you mention anything other than that was not in the contract, you know, mm-hmm. and what did Disney come up with? Okay. Okay. This is what it says. I'm not kidding. All right. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow. Mark, what does that have to do with the theatrical release of a movie before it goes to the Disney Plus channel? Now, remember something here. That when a movie, if a movie does $100 million at the box office, okay? yeah. 50 million of that goes to the theater. Mm. It only, only half comes back to the company. That's the first thing you got to remember. And Disney is going to make more money by getting people to subscribe to their $30 a month package. So for Disney, this worked out pretty well, but for them to come up with the lawsuit is especially sad (laughs) because of COVID. I'm like, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Wow. That's when you know they're wrong yeah. right off the bat. And then they said that this one thing. Oh, my gosh. Miss Johansson's contract and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. Wow. Yeah. So they gave her $15 million. No, they paid her $15 million to reprise her role as Black Widow. Now, do you think anybody would go see that movie if somebody other than Scarlett Johansson now played Black Widow? No. No, it would totally diminish the the character and its possibilities of earning money. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. We had, what, there were 26 Hulk movies made between 2001 <laughs> and 2003, okay? And, you know... <laughs> At some point, I just you know, fingers, you might be right. There you go. Anyway, I just I, I'm laughing at this because they had to play that. They they played the distressing and sad because of COVID. It's like this is business. It has nothing to oh, do with gosh, the pandemic, yeah. you know. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, yeah. I just that's what you can expect these days. Wait a minute. So you guys did what was in your best interest that had nothing to do with her, you know, <laughs> but Hollywood has a tradition of this. Yeah. Um, you remember the very first, uh, well, no. Okay. Do you remember the Michael Keaton Batman movie yes. in the late eighties? Right. All right. Yeah. When it came out, it was the highest grossing film of all time Yeah. for a very short period of time, but you know, on its first run theatrical release yet yeah, Hollywood accounting. Uh, and this is what you got to know about Hollywood. They rip off everybody. Mm. The guys who actually created this version of Batman that you saw with Michael Keaton that did not include Robin did not look like the buffoons of the 60s, right? right this yeah. was a different thing. Yeah. Um, the guy who came up with all of that that actually brought it to the producers who were John Peters and Peter Goober back in the day. The long story short is he had his deal. The guy that created this Batman version we saw with Keaton and rebooted the entire thing. He got zero. Wow. In terms of because they said the movie wasn't profitable. Yeah. So if the number one movie of all time up to that point, the most, you know, how, if it's not profitable, how does Hollywood stay in business? Right. Yeah. So 
that's why whenever Hollywood comes up with an excuse to not pay a star, yeah. you know, and again, I know for us sitting here going 15, 20 million dollars. Yeah, I could deal with that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, no, that that's why they're arguing over it. The thieves yeah. are everywhere. Yeah. And but, I, I remember what I told you a while ago. We were talking about this during the music after we yeah. talked about it earlier. And, I, and that is that that essentially if Scarlett Johansson is a smart person, she should fire her lawyers, hire more lawyers, and sue her former lawyers for yeah. not for their bad contract negotiation because Disney's been doing this for a while, right? And they they had to know with COVID and everything that they, there was going to be an online release and charging $30 per household to watch a single movie, right? Yeah. You're having to pay this twenty nine ninety five for that premiere or premium, whatever they call it. They, yeah. uh, they, that's what it costs you to rent a single movie. Well, you get 20 people in the house, the price goes down, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah. you know what I mean? But the thing yeah. is, it's still, it's, it's 30 bucks for one movie. And they've been doing this for a while. Her lawyers should have said, oh yeah, she gets a piece of that too. Mm. That, but yeah. clearly they didn't. So obviously there's yeah. a problem here, but the bottom yeah. line, when they came up with it's sad because of the, yeah, you know, it is. that's again for the children. <laughs> life radio.fm, the Mark and Mag show where the soundtrack for your life is constantly playing. <laughs> Mark, uh, coming up, we got the story about uh, how we get injured by our clothes, but yeah. a quick update. Um, there was a story out of Utah, a place called Hurricane Utah, where a four-year-old boy went missing. Mm. And it was, you know, because we see these stories popping up, and they usually have a bad ending, okay? Uh, and this one did. It had a horrible uh. ending. But the thing is, is immediately now, when, when, a little, when a child goes missing, the first thing you look at are the parents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because too often... It had, you know, one of them killed the kid. Yeah. And uh, having done these stories now for many, many years, yeah. um, to see something other than the, it makes me feel bad is what I'm getting at. I feel bad that I jumped to a conclusion about the parents, you know, um, in this particular case, and this is something to pay attention to, um, this family wakes up, um, and they'd see, oh, we, I woke up and my four-year-old was missing. He was not in his bed. Okay. It gets reported. There's a huge, you know, people are out there looking. Um, he was reported missing Sunday. Family woke up. Mm. He's not in bed. Can't find him. And again, my first thought was, oh, you know, I feel bad. But here's the thing. He was found dead in his toy chest. And uh, yesterday, the coroner uh, said he was found by uh, that his death was an accident. It was positional asphyxiation. Oh, and what it is, you know, he got in that chest somehow and, uh, he could not get enough air due to the position his body was in, in that small chest, mm -hmm. um, police and family and friends conducted searches all over the place. Uh, and then, you know, they finally did go, you know, like, all right, let's go back to the bedroom and start there. And anyway, I saw that and I thought, you know, for those of you who are like me and follow crime stories and you, you know, immediately focus on the parents, mm. um, you know, I, again, I don't want it to sound like this is a good ending. It's a horrible ending. Uh -huh. 
but it does mean maybe you maybe we go and check and i will be honest as soon as i saw this uh, last night i went in braylon's room and checked to see is there something he could trip and fall into you know mm, yeah and anyway so just wow. a, a sad update but at least it wasn't yeah. the parents if you can believe it or not in this yeah. day and age that's something i actually thought in my head yeah all right sad mm. meanwhile you sent me a story where the headline says we are injured by clothes more than you think. Yep. And I honestly, it's right. I didn't think about this. Now I okay. know I'm a klutz. Okay. And I yeah. know that I have, I have injured myself like putting on a, on socks, you know, something like that. You've gotten I mean, hurt putting on socks. Yeah. Or, or pulling on my you tip my, over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or putting on my shoes or put, you know, standing in one place on one foot and, ah! and next thing you know, you're <laughs> off balance and on the floor. But uh, a report from the Consumer Product Safety Commission <laughs> reveals 120,000 Americans suffer clothing-related injuries each year. My goodness. We so, need a telethon, Mark. It's a pretty big club when you think about it. Um, for instance, the woman who dislocated her shoulder while she was putting on a T-shirt. What? Yeah. Uh, or the woman who, while she was slipping into her nighty fell down and broke her nose bless her heart well now see you got to start looking are we talking a box of wine here or you know Come apparently on. it's common for people to hit themselves while they're pulling off their socks wow <laughs> yikes a man driving a snowmobile got his finger stuck in the coat pocket of a passing pedestrian whoa that's that, gotta hurt that could hurt two people what were you reaching for <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean snowmobiles are not small mark no yeah hey. so you're reaching out to grab something okay uh -huh. yeah if you lost the finger it's probably on you <laughs> and then there was one woman who caught her sweater on her earring and pulled it right through yeah. her earlobe that i can see yeah. i can i can see that but yeah. you know at at a certain point in time you start thinking ten thousand people a month are injured by clothing mm -hmm. you know ten thousand people a month injured by clothing yep it just proves that everything should be padded everything <laughs> the clothes are padded i mean the floors they the are the walls padding. the furniture everything should be padded <laughs> The soundtrack for your life, liferadio.fm, The Mark and Mag Show. We do appreciate you guys listening and uh, popping in. Really do. Yeah. I thought about it, Mark, at the beach over the last couple of days. Just, you know, really thankful for what we have day in and day out. And yep. so often we don't reflect on that. You know, we, we get stuck in negative land, you know. Yeah, we do. Of, of whatever's going on. And, you know, we had to get uh, the transmission uh, redone uh -oh. on the uh, Infinity, on the QX56. And, um, it, you know, <laughs> the word transmission and need usually is you need to get money. Cause you know, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And the, the long story short is I knew how much it was going to cost and I knew there was an extra thing. I did not share that information with LaDonna uh -oh. because if I had the whole time we're at the beach, it would have been this negative gnawing. Oh no. What are we, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I didn't lie. I not entirely. I mean, I I just did not share the whole truth, right? Um, yeah, I because yeah. you know it just I, it served no purpose at all, <laughs> other than to you know cause there to be some negativity. Mm -hmm. And so Stress. I hid it until yesterday. You know when I went to pick it up, uh -huh. and then I had to let her know. I yeah. mean, I, there's nothing I could do. Then I was busted, but I did tell <laughs> her. I, you know, she what? What happened? No, baby, I already knew. 
Yeah. It's all good, you know? And <laughs> I will tell you that that is something to be thankful for, you know, that <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound good and I just can't, Mark. I apologize because <laughs> once you say transmission and broke, it just, yikes, man. I I'm just, There was a point where I actually thought yesterday, okay, I think that I think it's big enough to sleep in. You know, I, I think it might be. I I just don't know where we put all the clothes, but I think we can. You can't even pull the. But I did it for you, baby. Card. Yeah, no, you know you can't. Nope. It's not there. Yeah, and you know it, it's nobody's fault. It just happens, and that's the thing. You know, you get this. Well, what did you do? I didn't do anything. Do you know why there are transmission service centers? Why? Do you know why Amico exists? Because things happen. Do you know, why do you think there's auto parts stores on every block? Yeah. There are more auto parts stores in our neighborhood than there are Dollar Generals. Yep. There's a reason for this. And you're not going to fix that transmission yourself. You're just not. There's no. just no way around it. Even a manual transmission, if you open one of those up, it's a mystery. It's like, <gasps> What have I done? Put the cover Why back on th- quick. <laughs> you call the mechanic who yes. does all the other work on your car. And That's it's right. like, no, I, it's like, you may as well ask him to wash windows. <laughs> nope, I don't do windows. I don't do transmission. That's there you right. Go. Yep. Oh and my I, goodness. I have watched people assemble a video. I've watched them put an automatic transmission together. And all I yeah. could think of was, wow, you yeah. don't, there's no way you make enough money. You know? No, <laughs> no. Well, actually yesterday they made a really good attempt. Just, <laughs> liferadio.fm the market max show this is the soundtrack for your life and i took this with me to the beach the app worked phenomenal awesome i was going to ask you about that yep i did mark i you know being an early morning person by habit not by choice yeah um you know i go on vacation and the only real time you get you know when uh to to just kind of be by yourself is going to be early in the morning Mm -hmm. because late night at the beach there's a lot of people doing different things so getting up around sunup uh there are that's just an amazing time to me anyway and uh, so i did i had the radio and uh having life radio and the music playing while i was sitting there it really was that moment where you kind of get chill bumps going we serve such an awesome god Mm. you know to allow for this yeah and it was very cool and then of course you know the other side of me after i got out of that mode i started looking on the beach for bales of cocaine to see if i could (laughs) find any you know and well, you know, we have those stories all the what? time. A guy finds a bale of cocaine on the yeah, beach and it's right, like, you know, yeah. they're and I thought because you and I talked about it. What would you do if you found this? Mm. Because, you know, if you find it <laughs> and you're the guy that calls the cops, you just hope op- you know what? You're suspect is, number one. <laughs> yes. This is the exam where the doctor doesn't just say, turn your head and cough. Oh, I mean, they're going to no. they are going to examine every aspect of your life. And if you have the other side of you where you're watching a show like Ozark or Breaking Bad and you're kind of cheering for the bad guy even because he seems like a good guy and that thought in your head goes, hey, I could sell this. This has got to be a lot of money. Well, unless you're in that world of drug dealing, no, you're not. That is not. Those aren't gold bricks. It's cocaine. And, you you know, you just bought yourself a world of hurt and you realize Somebody finds out some schmo picked up a uh, a, a bale or whatever of, of cocaine coming mm. from wherever. Yeah, they're gonna hunt you down. Yes, I mean, they are. This is not a game to them. No, it's not. It isn't. 
weird but stuff. i did find myself looking along the beach mark yeah just to see weird stuff yeah weird stuff does watch up on the beach and sheriff deputies got called to investigate something weird on the beach in a florida beach and found out it was what they found was actually a floating cylinder this big cylinder being used by a guy who was attempting to run to bermuda now this is the ultimate floater <laughs> The Flagler County Sheriff's Office tweeted photos showing this cylindrical object on the beach in the hammock area. And they tweeted, we're happy to announce that the occupant of this vessel is safe with no injuries. Reza Bellucci, the occupant of this unusual aquatic vehicle, said the vessel is designed to allow him to run across the surface of the water. He said he washed ashore Saturday while attempting to run from the Florida coast to Bermuda. He said his run is aimed at helping agencies that need funds. I'm going to quote him here. My goal is not only to raise money for homeless people, raise money for the Coast Guard, raise money for the police department, raise money for the fire department. They're in public service. They do it for safety and they help other people. (laughs) Now, previously, this same guy has been rescued from a hydro bubble near St. Augustine. That was in 2014. In 2016, he was rescued again in a hydropod off of Jupiter, Florida. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office said the U.S. Coast Guard is investigating whether his cylinder complies with their regulations. (laughs) He says he will not be deterred from his project. Quote, I'll never give up my dream. They stopped me four or five times, but I never give up. Hmm. They stopped me. Uh Uh-huh. No. Think your idea is flawed, dude. <laughs> if the waves are washing your idea back onto the, on the yeah. beach, it's time to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> wow! But this is your goal, and now you're not your your goal not only to raise money for homeless people, but raise money for the Coast Guard. Well, that's because the Coast Guard's going to start submitting bills to you for what you're costing them. So yeah, he just left out the for the children. That's all he left out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because you got the Coast Guard, the fire department, the police department. You know, these are all people who have better things to do than to rescue you right. because you keep doing this. On what about the poor folks who are actually in need of desperate help because of an accident that has taken place mm-hmm. but they're too busy trying to figure out where you are yeah you know you know who needs to be homeless oh. this guy begin your day with a smile the mark and mac show weekday mornings only on life radio.fm